Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast with your host, me, Dr. Amy Horniman, AKA the Thyroid Fixer. Also functional medicine practitioner, hormone and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone and health related in order to empower, educate and transform you. Remember, I fix your thyroid, I fix your hormones, I fix your life. So let's get started. We're talking today about why deer meat is amazing for your thyroid, why protein is amazing for your thyroid, why hunting is amazing for you, and who should do it. So the reason why I'm bringing this to you today, many of you know that I took up archery and gun hunting and I killed some pretty big bucks. Well, one in particular this year. And I absolutely love it. If you are a type A, you will absolutely love the challenge because there is so much to it, but yet it is so good for you. So I know a lot of you ladies out there are thinking, oh my God, I can't hunt. I don't want to be cold. I don't want to shoot a cute little deer, but there are such benefits to your health, to your thyroid, to your hormones, from protein in general, but specifically from deer meat, from venison, that I wanted to go over those with you today. So don't turn it off just because you're like, I don't want to hunt. I'm not a hunter. Don't turn it off because I'm going to give you some really good stuff today, really good tips, really good information. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. So here's the thing. This is why hunting in general is good for you. I'm going to tie this to your health. I promise I'm going to tie each and individual, everything to your health, every single point. Number one, it gives you hours by yourself. How many of you are running the race, the rampant race, going from work to home to the grocery store to taking the kids to soccer. You're running around like crazy. You're doing, doing, doing. You're on your phone until 9 p.m. Your sleep is all messed up. This actually is giving you some peace and quiet and time by yourself. And some of you out there are thinking, well, I can't sit still. Well, I promise you it's not that bad because you are just sitting with yourself. It's kind of like a forced meditation, but not really forced because it's by choice. but it is going to give you that time to look inward and it gives you the time. And this ties into the next point. It gives you that time of lowering your cortisol. So whether you are in a tree stand, in a blind, which is an enclosed kind of hut with windows, so you can shoot out of it. It's kind of nice in the blind. You're nice and warm, depending on whether you're hunting archery or a gun. 
but it gives you that moment of peace where you close your eyes, not for too long because you don't want to miss the deer walking by, but you take some deep breaths. You can do some eyes open meditation. You can do some driven type A meditation where we do the deep breathing and we do the intense focus with our eyes open. And that in turn will lower your cortisol levels because cortisol is a stress hormone. And this ties back to you running around like crazy, having that hectic, chaotic lifestyle where you really do need to stop and take some time for yourself to lower that cortisol. We know that cortisol impairs thyroid T4 to T3, the active thyroid hormone conversion. So when you are walking around with high cortisol levels on the go all the time, that will impair your thyroid function. And it will also cause weight gain because it creates insulin resistance. So high cortisol will push up blood sugar, which will push up insulin, and it will create a state of fat storage. You will be in fat storage mode if you do not lower your cortisol. So sitting alone, taking deep breaths, yes, you can do this on your deck, but I guarantee you someone's going to come out and say, mom, honey, dad, I need you to do something for me. And you're not going to have that deep alone time to really focus and concentrate. You take in smells, you take in sounds, you take in sights that you never would. Because when you are sitting in one place, and I would challenge you, I would challenge you to do this. Go to a park. If you happen to live in the woods, go out on your deck. Hopefully when no one's home, they can come out and bother you. Sit there for an hour. Now, this is a minuscule time when you're hunting, but sit there for an hour and look at everything around you. Look at the different trees. Look at how some are alive and some are dead. Some still have leaves on them. You'll see the squirrels running around. You're going to take in these sights and nature smells that you never noticed before because you're always on the go and always running hectic. There's also benefits before we get into the protein and the specific deer benefits. There's benefits. It's actually called forest bathing. Now, technically, this is where you actually go out into nature with your shoes off so that your feet can touch the ground. There is beneficial bacteria in soil that can penetrate into our bodies. It can actually penetrate our skin and our foot pads. And it helps our microbiome. It actually helps re-inoculate the gut and helps adjust the beneficial to bad bacteria that's in our GI tract. This forest bathing occurs anytime you walk out into nature. So even if you touch your hand to the ground, you're touching leaves, you're touching the tree that you're going to climb up in. All of this has amazing benefits to your gut health. So hunting can actually be tied to your gut health. Another benefit is that it teaches you patience because I know many of you are going, I can't be patient. I can't sit still. I can't do it. I can't do it. You told me to go outside for an hour and I can't even go outside for an hour. This is going to teach you patience that can go into other areas of your life. So if you are quick tempered, if you are you know, low progesterone and you're very snappy all the time, ladies, Men, if you have low testosterone, this is going to boost your testosterone. It's not only going to teach you patience, 
but it's also going to affect you hormonally and raise your testosterone levels because of the challenge, because of being out in nature, because of the reduction in cortisol. You see how I'm stacking each benefit. Each one feeds into the other. So you need that patience. You need that breath. And then if you accomplish all of those challenges set forth above, then you have clean, fresh meat packed with protein, packed with nutrients, packed with amino acids. You got organ meat for my carnivore peeps. And it is a physical, crazy, physical challenge. Now, it's not for everyone. So I'm going to go into the different things that actually, and you might think that hunting is easy because you see the hunting shows, you hear about Joe Schmo or maybe your husband or somebody hunts and you know they come home with a deer and it's like, okay, yay, meat, whoa. But everything that goes into it is so intricate. I want to, I want to go into why specifically archery hunting isn't for everyone, but there is archery and gun ladies. So there's archery hunting where you use a compound bow or a crossbow. And then there is gun, which depending on the state that you're in will determine whether you're using a rifle or a shotgun. You have a lot more reach. So if you are hunting, let's say deer, and they are a hundred yards away and you have a gun, you have a better chance. With archery, they have to be close in because your shot is is very much tied into like 30 yards or less. So I had the amazing benefit of hunting in Iowa this year. I had a gun tag and I was able to shoot a really big buck. And what happened, I was in the blind and he was coming in following a doe and I had to quickly decide, A, was this big enough for me because I have higher standards with this big enough buck to shoot. And I was in the front window of the blind and I had to stop him because in my mind, and it's amazing how quickly your mind works. In my mind, I thought, this guy is going to keep following the doe and I'm going to have to take my gun out of the front window and put in the side window and all these does that are on my right are going to get spooked and they're going to bust me and make a name and then the buck's going to run off. So I was out the front window and I had to stop him. So I made a noise that most hunters do. They go, bah. and he stops and he looks right at me. And it seemed like an eternity. And I got my sight right where I have to behind his shoulder. And I fired and he jumped and ran off. And it was the whole thing of finding. So we're going to get into finding, finding the deer too, because that's another challenge. I had a really nice blood trail. I hit him just right, but this deer was a beast and decided to run a hundred yards before dropping over. But that feeling of finding the deer that you shot, that you sat hour, I mean, I probably put 40 hours and I'm not joking, not total, not eight hours a day. I did two 10 and a half hour days and then broke it up on the other days. But I had, I had about 40 hours of sitting time before that buck walked by me, a big enough buck. I had many deer walk by me before that, but a big enough buck to where I would say, yep, he's the one. So why archery isn't for any, everyone? Here's the thing. First of all, you need to learn how to shoot a bow with a lot of gear on your body. So you have, if you're doing archery, now ladies, if you're doing gun, there still are challenges. There's definitely still challenges. I promise you that. Archery is just another level of a challenge. So you have to learn to shoot. So you have to practice, 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 get really good. You're shooting in a target. You're adjusting. You're making adjustments. You're finding the right bow for you. 
then you have to learn deer patterns and trails. Now this goes for bow and gun, honestly, because you have to, but more so with bow, because you have to find where they walk, where they like to cross, where they're, and deer do have patterns. So if you go in the woods, you will actually find deer trails. Deer don't like to, to cross big, deep ravines. They like to take it easy. They, they like the easy route, but they like to stay in cover. So you actually have to find and learn deer patterns and deer trails. That way, you know where to put your stands. So whether you're putting a box blind up or a, a tree stand up, you have to learn where to put your stand. Now in archery, here's the key. Those deer have to walk in front of you at 30 yards or less. Now my buck with my gun, he was probably about like a 50 to 70 yard shot. Couldn't have been made with a bow, but came in close enough that I could get a good look at him. You're sitting there with a bow. They have to be about 25 to 30 yards because that's what you're practicing and that's where your bow has reached to. So they have to come in close. You have to remain still. The deer ain't coming near you. I can't imagine, and I'm pretty patient when I'm hunting. I'm very type A, but I'm pretty patient. I can't imagine the deer that have snuck up and seen me move, scratch my eye, take a drink of water, and then bolted. And I never saw them because they're very astute to you. So you have to be very, very still or they're not coming near you. You better leave your frustration at the door. This is a frustrating, challenging sport and it is a sport. It has highs and it has deep lows. I could have easily shot that deer and never found him. He could have ran into a brush. He could have kept running. And even with a really good blood trail that you can follow, I could have never found him. I could have missed he could have been the buck of a lifetime and I could have shot incorrectly, shot over him, shot under him, totally missed, got buck fever. You have to leave frustration at the door. Like I said, you have to put in hours. You have to put in the hours. This is not a, like a TV show where you're going to go out and like, oh yeah, here we are. We're filming. Oh, look, there comes a big buck into the field. There's hours and hours and hours of planning looking at the deer movement, placement of the tree stands, and then flat out waiting for them to come. Because if you are ethical, you're not baiting. Now I know some states allow for that, but come on, that's not a challenge. You're bringing the deer right to you with food. I can do that off my back porch. The deer are back there now laying in the woods. I could easily throw corn down. They're coming right up to my porch. When you're out in the wild, you got to put the hours in. Yes, to dress appropriately. Yes, you can stay warm, ladies. I said this on the podcast that I actually recorded from the blind on intermittent fasting. If you'd like to go back and listen to that, Sitka. Sitka is the best gear that I have ever tried. And it is really, really warm. So ladies, you can absolutely stay warm. That is not a problem. You just have to dress appropriately. Then you have to know how to call, when to call, when not to call. So you have to learn deer behavior. Now, this is more for the rut. So if you are, and you, some states have archery during the rut, some states have gun during the rut, but you have to learn how to call and you can actually call these deer in when they're in that crazed state of chasing tail, literally. It's breeding time during the rut. So they're, they're nutty. The bucks are crazy. They're running all around, but you can call them in kind of by taunting them with a doe sound. You can taunt them with another buck sound. Like, hey, there's a buck over there. He must be he must be with a pretty hot doe. I'm going to go check him out. So you have to know how to call, when to call, and when not to call because you could get busted too. Remember that whole staying still thing? So there's a lot to this. You can see that's type A challenge in here. 
then you have to shoot and hit the deer in the right spot with massive adrenaline moving through your body because buck fever is real. I've had it. I've had my misses too. I've had my misses with a bow. I've had my misses with a gun. Buck fever is real. You are shaking. You are breathing heavy. And I mean, that deer comes in, you actually have time to watch him come in. Oh my gosh, the tension just builds and the nerves just build. And then if you hit it, now you have to track it. Now you got to find it. So just like I said, that deer could have easily kept moving. I could have easily lost sight of him. He could have ended up in a brush in a creek in the neighbor's property. Who knows? You got to hit him right. And then you got to track him. You got to track him. And sometimes you don't find them, which ties back to point number five of leave frustration at the door. So you can see how this is a challenging and rewarding and there's highs and lows type of sport. And it's so good for your body though. I mean, my workout when I'm hunting is walking to the tree stand, walking out of the tree stand with all of my gear on. Because if I put on an extra 20 pounds on you on a backpack and told you to walk up a hill, you'd probably feel like you had a pretty good workout. Oh, and with big clunky boots on as well. You would feel like you had a really good workout. But then afterwards, you harvest the deer. Now you have the nutritional benefits. So here's the thing with many of my ladies, I see low protein intake, consistently low protein intake. And this is not good at all because you need protein ladies to build that lean, sexy muscle mass to grow your hair. Cause many of you are complaining about hair loss. So you need the amino acids that are in protein to actually feed your hair to help your skin, to help collagen formation, and to help you build that lean muscle mass that will make you more metabolically active, that will help you to lose weight more easily, of course, after you optimize your thyroid. But the benefits of actually venison versus beef, now I don't care if you get grass-fed beef, that's fine, but if you're getting store-bought beef, they're loaded with chemicals, hormones, and antibiotics. They inject the beef to make them bigger. We're not doing that to the deer. They're out in the wild. They're feeding on the the beans and the corn and the grass and the acorns, and that's how they, they grow. So their meat is very, very lean, almost too lean in some instances. I will have the butcher add beef fat to it, But if you're eating, like I would say, Walmart beef, you're getting a ton of chemicals and hormones and antibiotics in there. That's why I always say grass-fed. You're guaranteed organic and natural with venison. There's no evidence that chronic wasting disease can be transmitted to humans. However, you can get mad cow disease. Now, I know that's a rare thing. We haven't heard about that in a long, long time. But cows can transmit disease to humans. Deer do not, not that we know of. These deer are living a life as nature has allowed. They're out, they're feeding, they're running, they're chasing, they're playing with each other. And that's really fun to watch too, when they just kind of like play around with each other. They kind of play fight like two dogs would. Cattle, most cattle are raised on a farm then slaughtered in packs in a slaughterhouse. Unless you're getting, again, real grass-fed to the end, grass-fed, grass-finished beef. Deer is way cheaper than grass-fed beef. So deer meat, once you, again, if you want to factor in your license and what state you're in and what you pay, of course you can do that. But, but butchering costs, if you take out the licensing fees, butchering costs, you're looking at maybe a dollar a pound. Grass-fed beef, easily, what, five, seven? What is it now? It's a lot. 
it's a lot. So it's about 78% cheaper to eat venison that you have hunted. Of course, it's different if you're buying it off of somebody. And with deer, you get around 80 pounds of edible meat, 80 to 100 pounds of edible meat. Then we have to talk about controlling the population. So deer, when we talk about disease, if there's too many in one area, that's where they start transmitting disease to each other. So hunting actually does a service to the overall deer population and controlling the herd. And like we talked about, it gets you outdoors. It helps you stay active. It helps you stay fit. It lowers your cortisol. It balances out hormones because you are doing that deep breathing, that meditation, the forest bathing, you're in nature, you're breathing in fresh air that you cannot breathe in in the city or even in the suburbs. You know, it's still all, even if you have some trees around your house, you're still breathing in gas fumes. But in in the woods, in nature, when you're hunting, you are just out there taking it all in, taking in fresh air that has been literally filtered through the trees as it was supposed to be, just all that fresh oxygen. Okay, the health benefits of venison. Venison has less cholesterol than turkey and chicken and is very low in saturated fats. Now, of course, in our carnivore keto world, we know that we don't care about dietary cholesterol. But if you look at the omega-3, omega-6 profile of beef versus venison, beef, uh, non-grass-fed, you know, we're talking about the ones that are raised on in the in the slaughterhouses raised on in the in the Walmart processing plant, they tend to have a high ratio of omega six versus omega three. So when we're looking at the fat that venison contains, it's mainly omega three, which is very beneficial and has anti-inflammatory effects instead of the pro-inflammatory effects of omega sixes. Venison actually works to lower that bad cholesterol, that LDL. So it actually works to lower the bad cholesterol and increases your HDL, the good cholesterol. So many of my patients also are very, very low in HDL, the good cholesterol. And I normally tell them, okay, we have to do omega-3. Sometimes we have to focus on grass-fed meat. We have to focus on um, salmon. We have to get in some really good omega-3 fats to balance the omega-6. That will eventually, you know, avocados, nuts, that will eventually raise your HDL, your good cholesterol. Venison is also high in B6 and B12. It's known to reduce the risk of heart attacks and strokes. B2 and B3, which venison is also high in, helps to regulate your metabolism. DHA, which venison is high in, helps to decrease fat stores helps keep you nice and slim and sexy. And like I said earlier, it builds lean muscle. So protein intake, ladies, minimum 80 grams a day. So many of you are at like 40 and 50 grams and that's minimal. Now, if you're active, if you're working out, if you're trying to actually build muscle, no matter what your age, you should be at 80 to 100 grams of protein a day. This is what does increase that lean, sexy muscle mass. Deer venison also contains high levels of CLA. We heard about that back in the 80s and 90s. CLA was a supplement purported to help you reduce body fat stores. Now, since it's kind of fallen off the radar a little bit, but does it still have benefits? Absolutely. It still has lean, sexy body benefits when it's in its natural form, such as in venison. It also helps with digestive disorders. So it's a great 
kind of non-inflammatory to the gut meats. And then we know as carnivore, when people are doing a carnivore diet, they're eating nose to tail. By eating carnivore, you're actually reducing your digestive stress, the digestive burden. Because when we, we do take in grains, when we take in any kind of boxed or processed food, even if it does fall into the gluten-free or keto category, there's still ingredients in there that our gut just doesn't like. It doesn't really like to process it. So when we are eating something like venison, it is pure protein, pure amino acids, and that is very easily digested by our body. Now, some of you will take still digestive enzymes to help you break any kind of protein down, but you have to be getting in the protein to get those amino acids, to improve your body composition, to improve your lean muscle mass, to increase your metabolism, to help your digestion overall. Venison, like most red meat, is very rich in iron. Many of you are anemic. So we do know that anemia interferes with T4 to T3 conversion. Some of you will take iron supplements, but by eating nose to tail, even by eating the liver, by eating the heart, I did take the heart out of that deer. I do plan on doing it up. I will let you know when I do and how I do it. By eating nose to tail, by increasing your iron, you reduce your anemia and you improve your T4 to T3 conversion with your thyroid. When you are anemic, it's going to tank your energy. So if you do have hypothyroidism already and you're anemic, your energy is going in the toilet. Get your iron up, eat that red meat. Venison is actually considered a complete protein because it contains all 10 of the essential amino acids. It's higher in protein than beef. There's less saturated fat. There's less calories, although, you know, we don't really care that much about calories. Calories in, calories out. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. We don't care about it. However, venison is much higher in protein than beef. I love talking about this, guys. Okay. Venison is also lower in saturated fat than ham. I'm reading some stats here. 68.5% of the daily value for protein in a four-ounce serving now let's do the math on that. Four ounces is going to be about 30 per, 30-ish grams. I want you guys at, so I wouldn't put it at 68%. I put that at about 30% with one four ounce serving. So you better eat a lot more. And it gives you, this is true, 30% of the daily recommended allowance of vitamin B6, 80% of the daily recommended allowance of B1. B1 is imperative for thyroid function. So that's why I always tell you guys to take carnosine and which contains the Benfo. That is B1 that will absolutely help with your thyroid function. It also helps with age spots. You know, those little spots that you get on your hand when you are getting older. So it helps with that. They call them liver spots too. I'm not quite sure why. So that is why you should consider hunting at the very least, why you should consider incorporating venison into your diet and why most of you need more protein especially because you are losing hair and you're losing muscle and your testosterone is low already because of your thyroid function. So let's do things to lower our stress load. Let's do things to lower cortisol. Let's do things to chill out a little bit, to take in nature, to meditate, to breathe, to take in the sights and sounds around you, to get in some good protein, to do a challenge, to challenge yourself, to challenge yourself in a different way that you didn't really believe that you could. Let's incorporate all that and let's do it. Let's incorporate more challenges into our life and let's incorporate more protein into our life. 
I'd like to thank the Iowa DNR for granting me that tag. It is a tough thing to get in Iowa because they grow their deer big there. So two years ago, I obtained the specialty tag, but unfortunately I wasn't able to go because my mom had passed away in the beginning of November. So I missed all of our tree and all of gun. This year I did get a gun tag and I'm very, very grateful. Next year I will be applying again for a specialty tag so I can archery hunt again because that is much more of a challenge, but I love both of them just the same. Well, if you do take this up, if you do learn, if you do try, if you try and you don't like it, doesn't matter. Let me know. So contact me one way or another and give me your hunting experience and your hunting outlook, especially if you try it for the first time. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.